Bush and Richie here with uh, your Hometime Show podcast. On the last edition, the last episode of this show, uh, you would have uh, heard us talking uh, about uh, listen to the next podcast. Uh, we'll let you know uh, how it goes when the um, cling film dispenser uh, arrives at my house. Do you remember this uh, debacle, Bush? I do indeed. It, it, it happened during the show. You were you went on. You lost your mind. Went online just because one of our listeners recommended it. Within minutes, you'd been convinced into buying one. It was on its way to your house. It, it was a rapidly breaking story. Uh, well, it features heavily in tonight's episode of Home Time. So let's uh, let you guys get underway with the podcast. Here's the thing, though. At the end of it, you're going to get a little extra that the people who listen to the show live still don't know. So that's coming at the end. Have a listen. Those clowns won't have any idea what's going on. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. So I'm in the doghouse. Let me explain why. Normally, when you buy something new for the household, for everybody to use, uh, everybody loves you. Who doesn't like new things? Who doesn't like new gifts? Uh, so when I came down after yesterday's show, Bush, do you remember uh, we were talking about non-human enemies and lots of us were agreeing that cling film is a non-human enemy? <laughs> enemy of many of us somebody got in touch and said richie you need to get yourself uh, a cling film dispenser it will change your life well i thought well this sounds fantastic and i went online immediately to a very well-known uh, online shop uh, and uh, ordered one it got delivered today however when i went downstairs after the show and said to my wife i've just ordered a cling film dispenser Oh, it was as if I'd pulled down my pants and done something in the middle of the kitchen. <laughs> Do you know what? You know when you hear about people uh, being phoned up by people on the phone for scams and you think to yourself, how on earth have they turned around and given them all their account details? Richie, I feel like you're one of them people uh, in this situation. You absolutely... We, this was this was developing during the final bit of the show last night. He was online looking at them and we were pleading with him, saying, don't do it, it's going to cause problems in the household. <laughs> Natalie's not keen, that kind of stuff. He's gone and done it and I, I guess you've, you've got a, a weird atmosphere in the house as a direct result of it. I have, and it's it's kind of had its it, it, it's reared its head a second time as it's arrived, and the thing's far bigger than I thought it was going to be, uh, which was one of her problems. Uh, the first problem was we don't need this; it dispenses itself out of the box anyway. And then the second problem was where's it going to go? Where's it going on the side? We already don't have enough storage in this house. Where's it going to go? Where are you thinking it's going to go? Oh my goodness me! Do I ever wish I hadn't ordered something? And you know what? Have a look on Twitter because he's taken a photo of it. You, a, you've got to see the size of it. Natalie's absolutely right. B, it looks like something that you would wrap pallets of stock up with if you were in the Poundland main dispensing warehouse, say in Birmingham or something like that. It's something else. It really, really is something else. You're definitely in the doghouse for it. Uh, for me, even though Richie's bought this uh, um, cling film dispenser that he's already in trouble with, I've got a situation that might develop. So Katie and I have been having an ongoing disagreement about, I really want to get a bread maker she thinks it's a massive waste of time and it's going to sit in there gathering dust in one of the cupboards uh, and i really want to prove her wrong i'm going to go rogue i think and just buy the damn thing so i am going to be in a situation where i will no doubt undoubtedly be in the doghouse so watch this space walking himself into the doghouse astonishing <laughs> uh, matthew says a robot hoover 
I was implicitly forbidden from buying one, surprised my wife when I switched it on and drove it into the kitchen. Imagine that moment. Uh, best purchase I've ever made. And here's the cool thing. She now begrudgingly agrees that it is pretty good. So if, you, if you've had a moment of reden- redemption, maybe you've been in the doghouse, but finally the other person's agreed that it actually was a good move, get in touch tonight. I'm going to persevere with the cling film dispenser. I'm just going to cling film everything up. It'll come good. Uh, Mike, what got you in the doghouse? Uh, I bought a sidecar. Uh, for a motorcycle back in the late 80s. Uh, and I had to go and collect it on an evening that happened to be my wife's birthday. So we drove over to South London in the dark with the trailer on the back of the car to pick up this sidecar. Uh, all pitch and no sound, as you can imagine. Uh, suffice to say, it never actually got fitted to the bike I was building. I ended up selling the whole lot because she wouldn't go in it. So, yeah, I guess the big question is, um, were you in the doghouse because you went to pick it up on her birthday or the fact that she didn't actually want to go in the sidecar in a million years anyway? That's right, yes. Well, I'd passed my test a couple of years before on a Triumph with a sidecar on and she's never getting that. So I thought, you know, I'll build my own one and that'll be okay. No, 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 no. Suffice to say, after 39 years of marriage, she still rides on the back of the bike and we travel all over America and Australia and New Zealand. Oh, wow. But not in a sidecar. I would have thought a sidecar was a really romantic purchase. Uh, well, not when you've probably seen on the buses with Olive and, you know, that probably what put her off. <laughs> I you know, for me, right, sidecar is uh, you come to a fork in the road, you go off to the right, she <laughs> goes off to the left with a laughter yeah, track like uh, Last of the Summer she, Wine. I think that's what she had in mind, you know. But, I mean, <laughs> as I say, she's ridden all over the world with me on the back of motorbikes and no problem at all. She just wants her arms around you, Mike. Well, I think that's what it is, especially riding across America and Australia and New Zealand. So uh... well, I think even just chatting to you this evening, Mike, I think we all want our arms around you. Do you know what I mean? You're a winner. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Mike. Bye. Stephen Darby, we've got to feel sorry for this fella. I was in the doghouse for buying my wife a pair of Jimmy Chews. Apparently, she wanted them to be special for her big birthday the following year. Some people just want it all, don't they, these days? Uh, Jody has tweeted to say, uh, my stupid husband might have bought something, and she's added on Twitter a photo of him uh, practising his golf swing against some kind of special golfing net he's bought for the back garden that's hung up in front of uh, a Wendy house for the kids. So he's clearly in the doghouse right now. Gary, what was it for you? The item was a torch. It was a very nice um, metal, black metal torch, which I was very pleased with. But Rachel didn't think it was very good. Didn't like the idea of having to pick up dog mess at that night. And um, she was very disappointed that it wasn't a sex toy. Oh, my words. There's always one. You can tell it's a Friday today, can't you? Eh? So she wasn't impressed with the torch overall. Uh, I'm sure Richie would agree with this. We've talked about it on the show before. We love a high-powered torch on this radio programme, don't we, Richie? I think it's ever since I watched 24 and saw how Jack Bauer would hold a torch in one hand and a gun in the other. I've always wanted a high-powered torch purely because of Jack, basically. Yeah, I'd love to clear a room. I'd love to clear a room with that bit where you put torch on top of your handgun. Do you know what I mean? Both of those <laughs> things may never happen, but uh, it's just a dream that we have. <laughs> yeah, well, you could tell it was a good quality torch because it was heavy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. One of those nights, night, was it like a night watchman's stick, something like that? It, yeah, it was. Uh, yeah. And so different it to what she wanted, Gary. 
<laughs> exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Gary. Thanks for pushing us to the very edge with this phone call. Have a good weekend. <laughs> no problem. This one here I absolutely love. Guys, I bought an industrial meat slicer, the sort of thing you'd find on the deli counter at, say, Sainsbury's or Tesco's. An eBay bargain. Weighs 25 kilograms. It doesn't fit in the kitchen, and it didn't initially work. <laughs> oh, don't! I'd end up buying one of them as well. Sounds great. Uh, however, uh, this this big cling film dispenser that I bought—that's the item that's put me in the doghouse. It starts started us off on this whole search. Just open it up; <laughs> it's arrived broken. Having to send oh, it back, no I can't believe it. So wherever you're listening right now, whatever you're doing whilst this show's on, here's a question for you. Do you absolutely hate Bing Bunny from CBeebies? Uh, please put your hand in the air if that's the case. Genuinely, just put your hand in the air. Audience participation here. I've got my hand in the air. I absolutely hate him. As you know on this show, I'm always going on about him. However, despite how much I hate him, I've never actually put a proper ban on the show in the house. And as of today, we have put a blanket ban on Bing Bunny, the talking rabbit on CBeebies, in the house because our youngest daughter, Thea, who absolutely is obsessed with the programme and keeps going, Bing, Bing, wanting to have it on again and again and again, uh, she started to uh, talk in the whiny way that Bing does. If you haven't seen the programme... He's just a, a rabbit. He just keeps moaning and whinging all the time and falls over and, oh, flop, I've done this and that. Oh, I've hurt it did and all that kind of thing. And Thea started to talk the same way. So in a dramatic turn of events to try and cancel this out, uh, we have banned the... If it comes on, I've got to change channel. Uh, she's not allowed to watch it on catch-up. And it raises the issue, and maybe we can have a forum for this in this hour of the show. If you've banned something in your house, doesn't have to be a TV show, can be anything, for whatever reason, get in touch tonight. What have you banned around at your house? I am not the person who places bans in this house. It's my wife and a, a thoroughly unpopular one, uh, particularly with the uh, the two teenagers, is the ban that she on super noodles whoa you can't ban super noodles we've got like four or five <laughs> packs right now i bought them just the other day we love them <laughs> uh, you sound like my teenage son uh, no she's banned super noodles doesn't like the smell that comes out of the microwave when you're making them says it lasts all day in the house and she's not having it anymore so super noodles have wow. been banned I feel like going on a march. I genuinely feel like going on a march about this. This is so unfair. Let's speak to Alana. Uh, what ban have you placed, Alana? So the board game Risk was banned in our house for about five years because um, my dad is just a perpetual cheat. And um, particularly when we were younger teenagers, he would influence particularly my little sister um, to and encourage her to invade countries that would then suit him. <laughs> and he'd then sweep through and sort of defeat everybody in one fell swoop. Um, and easily to proper fights, so, um, so it was banned for about five years. Wow, that's amazing. So your, your dad behaving almost like um, the USSR against America in the Cold War, kind of propping up and influencing yeah. different countries to try and have an yeah, influence on your, your siblings. Sister. Yeah, just sort of saying to my sister, here, why don't, you, why don't you track there? That's a much easier move, you know, and she would obviously then go, oh, yeah, and then that would leave her, you know, exposed, and he'd then sleep through and wipe her out, and she'd get upset and be in tears, so, uh, yeah. <laughs> And the band's now expired then, so uh, so how, how, how does risk go down when you play it now? We're just all a bit more wise to his ways now. Um, so we're all, yes. you know, so like if he's like, oh, why don't you invade here? You know, that's the last place you'll invade. Um, so uh, <laughs> no, we're all, and instead what we tend to do is us, us three girls tend to gang up on him and try and wipe him out early and then, and then we'll get on with defeating each other. 
See, this is amazing. If I can do a shameless plug for my weekly board game podcast, Bush's Board Game Thing, this is why. We were talking about Risk just the other day. Risk can cause tons of family arguments, obviously, but also is a fantastic little insight into the inner workings of influencing other people and tactics and all that kind of thing. What a great thing. It's an amazing thing, especially during lockdown. You can plot against the other family members. It's brilliant. Definitely, definitely. I'll tell you what, actually, that's the other thing. Um, Bing is banned in our household as well. I can't stand any wines. I just can't do it. So he's banned in our house as well. <laughs> Superb. It's boys, not just me. No, he's, my little boy's thankfully only 16 months. He's too young to sort of understand the band. But if it, if it crops up on CBBS, I just fast forward through it as quick as I can to get to Hey Dougie or to uh, Tic Tac or something. Bing is, is no, won't allow Bing. <laughs> Amazing. Thanks, Alana. It's lovely to talk. Cheers. No a couple here. Sarah says recorders, uh, as in the instrument kids play at schools, like nails on a oh. blackboard. Not going to dispute that one. Uh, but Nicholas, I do have a problem with this bush. Shoes off at the front door, please. Nicholas is the kind of person that gives me anxiety about what type of socks I'm wearing when I visit someone else's house. I totally agree. You know, if you're asked to take your shoes off at someone's house, like at the door, you get that kind of weird vibe like you're around at a, you know, like a friend's house when you're at school and their mum and dad are a bit weird. Do you know what I mean? I always feel a bit like that. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Kind of unsettling. I'm totally 100% behind that. Uh, Mark says, uh, I'm banning phones when eating. Nothing is that important. It's worth letting your pork chop go cold for. Back to basics, I say. Good point. Let's get some more of your rulings. Uh, Darren, what's gone in yours? Uh, glitter. <laughs> You're going to need to clarify. When have you got to a situation where you've got to ban glitter in the house? It gets everywhere. It goes, I mean, I, like I said, I was a teacher in a former life, and one kid uses a gel pen on one side of the school, and it ends up on my dog at home. It just goes <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> right, but was this, was this a problem at home? I mean, you know. You're you're bringing the problem home from a previous previous life, but has it ever been a problem in your house, or have you you kind of got the ban in there first? Oh yeah, I mean I've got a ten year old daughter, so you know um, her and when she's making Christmas cards and things, it just oh, we just don't have it, don't have it in the house. Wow, that's fantastic! So there you go, probably the UK's <laughs> first glitter ban inside the four walls of this house. Amazing. <laughs> Um, a, a few people riding against the Super Noodles ban, uh, which my teenagers will appreciate. Chaps, Richie, if you cook the Super Noodles on the hob, uh, you don't get the lingering smell, which is uh, interesting scientific development. Yeah. Uh, Lindsay in Suffolk saying you can't bang Super Noodles there. What's getting me through this third lockdown? Bacon flavour is the best, by the way. Well, there you, go. you might be able to get an injunction and overturn Natalie's ban. Watch this space. More on that next week. Uh, other things that people are banning, Paul Wright says, when my son was three, I told him he couldn't support Man United or take up boxing. Apart from that, he can do anything else he wants. Uh, and Sandra says, we've banned Eminem since my son found out that he's scared of giraffes. Anyone who doesn't love giraffes is banned from our house. Well, I didn't know that. You, you, that's the takeaway from tonight's show. Eminem, the rapper, is scared of giraffes. We want to find out on Monday what's gone on in your weekend. We want to find out. We want to hear about your weekend cliffhangers. What have you got going on this weekend that will mean we'll want to call you on Monday to find out how it went? All right. So, for example, I might get in touch and say, hey, Bush. We're starting potty training our toddler for a second time this weekend. Find out on Monday whether he's still in nappies or he's into pants. 
I, that's it. I mean, I'd be tuning in to find that out. I mean, my own personal cliffhanger is still going on. You remember uh, the other week, it was uh, wh- whether my office chair arrived over the weekend. Do you remember that was my cliffhanger? Yeah, surely it's here now. No, it's still not there. So it's another rollover. My my uh, non-appearing. We'll be out of flipping lockdown by the time this thing arrives. Our office chair may arrive this weekend. That's my weekend cliffhanger. Right, let's get one from Bob. What's going on this weekend, Bob? Oh, it's watching the final part of Harry Potter. Should be a right laugh. So clarify for us, what, is this the first time you watch Harry Potter and which specific movie is it? It's uh, the final part of the Deathly Hallows, I think it is. Uh, we've watched, I've got bought the box set a few years ago and never got around to watching all of them. So uh, I'm actually on the final part tonight. So I, I assume he lives, Harry Potter. <laughs> we're, we're not, not going to say I'm a hoping, thing, fella. I'm hoping for a happy ending, but you never know. But it is a literal cliffhanger for Monday's show. We, we will be able to all find out what happens to Harry Potter and what you thought of it. <laughs> Do you know what? I don't know. I don't even know. I'm not sure myself. I, I've never watched any of the movies, so I don't know if he, he lives at the end or not. I'm, I'm uh, with Bob on this one. It's a nightmare. Well, it's got to be a happy ending. They wouldn't dare do a bad ending, would they? I don't know, mate. I'm not sure. To find out, fella. Oh, oh God. Blimey. Oh, God. Well, fingers crossed they won't. Maz, what's going on? Well, so after, gosh, years, more than 10 years, I've crumpled and we're getting a dash hound tickle on Sunday. And it's a bit scary because everyone wanted a dog in the family. I've got uh, two children and my husband and I'm like, ooh. So it's going to be an interesting one. Hopefully it will work out okay. Wow, now this is fantastic, and I think this resonates with myself and Richie because we've got situations in our own lives where both of us are trying to convince our other half to actually let us have a dog. Uh, yep. what, what was it that made you crumble and say yes in the end? Um, I just, uh, it just the look on the face. I've, I've seen things on YouTube and they say to the children, we're getting a dog, and I just thought, okay, we're going to go for it and just hope for the best it's going to work out okay for me. <laughs> and I'm working from home, so that's a good you know, opportunity to have a dog as well. <laughs> Get ready for a nightmare four weeks and then everything from that will be brilliant. I hope so. I'm sort of saying, well, you know, it's going to be sleepless nights for me. And uh, yes, you're all going to be, I'm going to be barking at you lot to sort out with the dog. <laughs> so here's the thing. After all that chat that you've just heard during the episode about me being in the doghouse, didn't want it, all that kind of thing. Also, you've obviously heard it's arrived and it's broken. Here's the breaking news. A 15-minute discussion with my wife. She wasn't listening properly. She said to me, she said, hang on a sec. So you're saying you're happy to store this in a cupboard? And I was like, I've never said I want it out on some plinth on the side. Spotlit. Of course it's going to go in a cupboard. To which she goes, oh, that's fine. I don't, I don't mind about that. If, if it's going to live in a cupboard, that's fine. Yes, yeah, get another one. Well, so this is almost like a fable for the experience that we've got at the moment in lockdown. If people just took the time to listen to each other a bit better, we'd have none of the arguments that we have in the world today, would we, Richie? Here's the thing, right, and I'll say it quietly, although saying it quietly I don't think is going to help me in this situation. If one of her mates hears it, they hear it. She just doesn't listen. just goes naught to 60 too quickly. And if you're one of Natalie's mates, if you even dob on us, right, we'll know who you are. So just don't even do that. I hate to end the podcast with a threat, but there is a threat, an actual threat. 
Don't dob us in. You've been listening to the Home Time Show on Absolute Radio. When you go home, you've been listening to the Home Time Show. The, the last, last bit of, of the no guarantee. guarantee. Soon, May, your tea will come. You can watch TV in your tracky bottoms. Until then, we'll play you songs and maybe send you a tea towel. The Home Time Show is about the Essex Loop, the bird invasion, and I hate for Bing. In the Home Time Show, we speak of pundit shoes and a lass called Leona. Soon may your tea, tea will come. come. You, you can, can watch TV in your tracky bottoms. Until then, we'll play you songs and maybe send you a tea towel.